welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. Sunderland have just drawn 1-1 with Portsmouth to really dent the Black Cats' hope at automatic promotion. A bit of a shorter edition today, we'll be speaking to Jack Ross and Wise Men Say aficionados in the pub today as Sunderland slip up again. I'd use that word frustration again, especially near the end when Maguire had that wonderful chance and Perhaps you should have just smashed it. Yeah, we. Um, I think we've, you know, we've talked about the frustration. Obviously, comes when you draw games, um, but we've used it probably in different um, contexts this season. And today was one that the frustration you don't get what you deserve from the game because we, we played well today. Nobody can say we didn't against a good team, um, and in particular in the latter part of the game when you look at both teams really needing to win the game in terms of how much we dominated in that period. So a, a huge amount of pride in my players today, performance they gave under big pressure and, and, and against a good team. Uh, it was a day where you didn't get what you deserve and, and that happens sometimes in football. Were you surprised perhaps at the end that Portsmouth didn't go more for it? It looked as though they were actually going to settle for the point. Um, I don't think it was because they didn't want to. I think it was because we had been good in the game and, and I've said it about coming here and playing in the stadium. When we're good, it's not easy you know, for other teams and they put a lot in the game physically and I think they did that today. So I think it was... A, at the end of the game, I don't think it was as mentally not wanting to try and win it. I just think physically we had, you know, we were good for long periods today, and that took its toll. I think on them as well. Because you've hit the woodwork twice, you've had that chance at mm. the end. I mean, any other afternoon, perhaps you'd have, you'd have got the win. It's just the, the way your season seems to have panned out. Yeah, I mean, I think the last couple of games um, we've performed well. I mean, we gave a really good, a good away performance at, at Peterborough, and it was sore. And we've gave a strong home performance against a team right up there. Um, and in reflection, the opportunities we created, none of them were bad misses either. You know, the, the save from Lewis, the touch on the post early, the save from Charlie just before half time. Um, it's a save from Will Greg that touches on the post again late in the game. Now they're, they're outstanding saves. So goalkeepers have occasions like that. We've had days where John's had terrific games, but you know, if you look at the balance of what John had to do and Craig McGilvery had to do, I think that was a reflection on how, how the game went today. And there's been a question mark over the Portsmouth goal as taught that the ball was out of play mm. and it came back in for the. For the crop from the cross, I haven't, I haven't watched that one again yet. Um, obviously, there was some dissent from the crowd, as you can imagine. Then some of our players obviously believed that across the line, the assistant looked as if he was in a good position. So you would have to hope that he gets that right. But I haven't watched it again. I, you know, I didn't have too much issue with the referee today, other than I thought we had a good case for a penalty in the second half on Charlie White. I think when you look at the tackle again, it's um, it's not often you get away with a scissor action and a tackle um, and it's not given as a foul and, and that's what happened but it was, a, it was a day of fine margins for us today and unfortunately the, all those fine margins kind of fell against us and there's a slim chance mm. of automatic promotion but it's going to take a lot in yes. terms of the last two games winning them handsomely and hoping for the still hoping for the balance to slip up yeah and the um, yeah, that's that's where we're at, and we know that. I mean, I wouldn't um, not be realistic about it. So all we can look at at the moment is to go and win on Tuesday, um, win the game on Tuesday, and then we will see where we are for the weekend. Um, it's about us continuing to perform in that manner, like we have done the last couple of games over the next couple, and then we'll take stock of where we're at. But today should fill the players full of confidence and belief because if they keep producing that level of performance against good teams, which they'll face if if we end up in the playoffs. Um, then they will get the rewards because you can't keep doing that and, and not coming out on the right side of the result. So we're here yet again in the avenue, this time in the beer garden though. It's been a bit of a miserable day, but the sun is out now, blue skies, but unfortunately not the sun shining on Sunderland season after, yes, very much Simon Grayson skies after a disappointing result. Not a disappointing performance, I don't think, I think we could all agree in. Um, 
we were the best the better side here was a niggling sort of awkward game but I think we did edge it I'm Rory Fallow I'm here with Michael Loft Matthew Keelan in the beer garden of the avenue to discuss like I say a very dis- a, a lukewarm deflating yes exactly Matthew well, how, how do you feel about the game overall today? I'm like I thought we deserved to win the game and I'm not I think you said when you came into the pub you're not fuming and I'm not fuming because I thought we played quite well and it's just a bit uh, like I'm really <laughs> pissed off to be honest <laughs> you're kind of like gyrating a little bit like you, you, you you'd built up for something and I know what you mean like I'd built up to either be really elated today or be really like annoyed today to be honest I didn't think it would be a draw yeah. like I thought we'd either I thought we'd go and blitz them in the first half and we're not comfortably but like an end. and after, when we went 1-0 ahead early on did you think that was going to happen yeah but I did I said at the time said to me dad like we need another goal now yeah yeah I thought it was either going to be that or we were just going to get beat so I was either expecting to be elated or furious and I'm neither so I don't really know what to think really. and how about you Mickey do you, do you agree with that did you think it was going to go just either way like that or did you kind of see this coming I did I thought the game would be a lot more open because Portsmouth they needed to win the day as well but I think the way they set up was very strange because in the second half I think they looked almost satisfied with a point I don't know whether they thought that Sunderland were going to go completely gung-ho at the end and try and nick it on the break but I think the way they set up was uh, if I was a Portsmouth fan I'd be coming away really disappointed that they didn't at least leave it all on the pitch and have a go because that result- the, 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 the point suits them a little bit more they're, they're, they're two points not? they're two points better off than us so does does that not maybe is it I can kind of maybe see why they did that I, I just can't because as I say they've been the driving seat um, for a huge part of the season obviously I know they tailed off dramatically after Christmas but as I say it was just strange because Portsmouth like they kind of go on a bit about like how much of a massive club they are and everything and just to see the way they almost celebrated that point at the end in the same way that a lot of like so called smaller clubs have this season I just think it was very strange I just think they, they I would have thought they'd have gone through it a lot more than they did it was reminiscent of the Wickham the Wickham game at home when we when we played them they had um, I don't know the name of the goalkeeper but had that on loan goalkeeper on an, an emergency loan Matt, Matt Ingram him very good that very good knowledge there <laughs> um, it was the, the end of the game was exactly the same they came over and almost like as if to say, like, we've just won the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got a point at Sunderland. Like, well, so Portsmouth, like, if they'd have won that game, they 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 are right. Yeah. They're up. I'm, 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 I'm kind of playing a little bit of devil's advocate. If it had been reversed and had we beaten Peterborough and had Portsmouth drew with their Coventry on Easter Monday, would we not be maybe feeling a bit similar? Thinking going into Fleetwood and Southend, we need to win those two games now because that, that's, that's what it would be. So... I'm not, I'm not necessarily defending the way Portsmouth approached the game. It was it was frustrating for us, and I think they did like shithouse their way through. But I can kind of see why they're happy with the way it's gone today. I agree because I made that point on I think me, when me and Craig did the the pod at Fausto, we said I said that if we beat Peterborough, I'd be more than happy with the yeah. point today. I'm just annoyed really because like. I thought like they had no intention of winning no, the game. No, like, it was not. just weird. I thought it was the, like, quite. They had no intention of even participating in a game of football. Agree. Like I mean, obviously, I know we made the comment regularly on the podcast that we would like to see us being a little bit more like streetwise and kind of get stuck in a little bit more. And I think Ozturk, there was credit, did yeah, that today. But with Portsmouth, everything they did was about spoiling and then um, stopping us playing rather than trying to be proactive and win the game. Because I think Portsmouth, as they showed at Wembley for a large part of the second half and extra time, they showed they have the quality to do yeah. that. To 
was. Yeah. So as I say, if I was a Portsmouth fan, I would be disappointed at how conservative they were throughout the game. Yeah, you touched on Ozturk there, though, and it brings us on nicely. Um, there were some good individual performances today. Um, Ozturk himself again, another good game. Flanagan, like him and Flanagan, really good partnership today. I thought it was solid. Flanagan obviously did well to get the goal. Um, I thought Charlie White was excellent up front. Um, we've, you know, that's the third time we played Portsmouth this season, and I know White obviously came on at Wembley and, and disrupted Portsmouth centre halves quite a bit, but they they, they had quite a difficult job against them power was always looking for the ball i i think I, I don't think there's anyone who well i i think i think there's one you can but well i guess we'll come on to that in a bit but i think generally generally we were we were quite positive today weren't we in in, in terms of performance it was a good performance and it, and it's like it's not the sort of like it's a performance where it's not today that's going to cost us it's it, it, like everyone's happy with it. Like if if this draws in November, like it, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's it's not a draw that's costing us promotion, is it? And I think like we played really well. We lick a pain away from scoring twice. That yeah. move actually, in particular, at the end of the first half, Morgan took it brilliant, yeah. brilliantly took it down, put it across. White so unlucky. That's like we just don't seem at the minute. We don't you feel so sorry for White with that, don't you? Don't have any luck though. Yeah. Like it, 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 if that's at the other end, it's like going to hit the keeper in the face and go in or something in it. Like it just is. And I'm not like playing like oh, but like will be us and that. But mean. it is though. Yeah, it's bollocks, yeah. really. Yeah. I think that's why I feel so deflated because I can't even be mad at how we played today. I think we left it all on the pitch, we played well. And at times, yes, the quality might not have been there, but as I say, you couldn't question the effort or the commitment, and you certainly couldn't question our intent to win the game, because I think we played on the front foot for much of the game, and we looked to make things happen, and like you mentioned, I thought that White was excellent for large spells, the way he brought people into the game. So like I say, I think that's a, if this game happened in December, for instance, you'd probably come away from that and think, oh, we're a better team than Portsmouth, and you'd back yourself yeah. to get no, promoted yeah, yeah, over them yeah, at the end yeah, of the yeah. season. You mentioned um, White there. I think in order for him to get a foul he must have to be murdered yeah. he, he, he did get a few but like yeah he was he didn't get a lot of the, of the referee at all it was typical though we would get a free kick if the ball's on the touchline 50 yards away from easy goal when he got fouled easy but to easy give. to give um, but as I say, if it was ever in a critical area, we got nothing. So I was sitting, obviously, like the rock around, and there was an absolute stonewall penalty on him in the second half when he got fouled. The lad got nowhere near the ball. I can't remember who did the tackle, but he got nowhere near the ball. White goes down. It's, it's just a stonewall penalty, and that's the thing this season. I know, again, it's a level, and you can't expect the referees to be up to the stand. That, that well, it was, it was Craig Pawson, who's a Premier League level referee. But there's a reason that he's had a League One game today. No, but I, I guess he expect, he's been given this game for a reason, maybe. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And as I say, the last thing I'm doing is excusing the referee. But yeah, yeah, like, no, like you say, it's like you say, it's equally frustrating when you give it your all and then like you're still not enough because the referee doesn't give a stonewall penalty like that. And as well, the linesman's looking right at it and he doesn't have the balls to give it. It's really frustrating. But there's like there's things like it's it, like that. There's that, and then there's things like their right back diving twice yeah. and getting no boot. Like it's it's if, it doesn't matter if it's he's not diving in the ball. If it's if he if it's a dive, it's a yellow card, and he did it twice. And he, I think he, did, he got booked as well. Well, the Sunderland, um, I can't remember who got booked in the first half. I'm sure, did McGeady get booked early on? Yeah, McGeady yeah, yeah. and Honeyman. So, McGeady and Honeyman got booked early on. And fair enough, there were fouls, but I think they were mistimed more than malicious. And we get booked twice for that in the first yeah. ten minutes. But it seems as though Portsmouth had to commit GBH on somebody to uh, attract the yellow card. Yeah. Um, I guess... <laughs> It is really frustrating for a number of reasons today, and it does leave us looking like unless we get the goal, different swing, which isn't improbable. You know, we, 
yeah, it, it is. But we, we, we are still relying on other teams to drop points. We, we just have to wait and see what happens against Fleetwood. Personally, I think it's going to be playoffs. Is that what we're all thinking here? Playoffs, Matthew? Well, <laughs> neck on the line. Well, I've, I'm going to South End next week, so <laughs> I'm going to say that. Well, we, we all are. We're all staying in the same hotel. I agree. But no. We're all going on the pitch. We're all going on the pitch. We might not, though. But no, I think I, I'm not. I haven't ruled it out yet, to be honest, because this. What, fo- on the pitch? No, I'm not, <laughs> definitely not ruling that out. If Max scores, no. Look, like <laughs> look. Listen, no, we've Very seen. Larson. We've seen ridiculous things happen yeah. to this football club in the last. However many years. Since 1879. Agree. Oh, well, we'll not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> well, since the year our foundation was. <laughs> Whenever that was. Listen, look. Win on Tuesday night, take it to the last day. If we win it on the last day, anything can happen. Yeah. Like, Especially if we win it by a big margin as well. If we go Fleetwood, win 3 0. Yeah. Portsmouth don't win, maybe. That's, that's, that, that's what it hinges on as much as anything. You need, you need Portsmouth. Uh, some, some Portsmouth fans have fallen over in front of us. I think they might think they're from. Oh, they're boxing with each other now. I think. play acting going on here. I wish I could. One who's going to. Do the tombstone pile driver by the looks of things. To, to yeah, I think I should have a points deduction for this. I wish I could film it for you, but I can't. Um, well, no, actually, I don't think you want to see it to be honest. Looking at them. Um, but yeah, we we obviously we need we we we're finishing second is what I'm saying. Okay, and Mickey. Well. You can always count on Matthew to say something silly, can't you? So um, it's very on brand for him to make that sort of prediction. As much as I would love to see it happen, I think in a way I would find it more confident if we went and beat Fleetwood 1-0 or something. Ra- rather than, as I say, <laughs> because that's the problem, though. If we do go and win 5-0, the hope's back. Yeah, and, and, that's the f- and, and that's the thing with Sunderland. Like, cause yeah, I've, the hope you can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> I've just accepted playoffs. But it's yeah, I know what you mean. I don't accept the playoffs yet. I, I'm kind of accept, accepting. I am accepting the playoffs. I think let's just let's just see what happens against Fleetwood. But I don't know. I think I think we left ourselves too much to do, and then just see if we get in that first leg, and then probably. Well, yes. Well, well. That, that, I guess that is a conversation for another reaction or another pod. Earlier on the podcast, you said we were going to touch on a player who I think we've all kind of pre-reacted and talked about him having a bit of a poor game. Obviously. Yeah, not maybe want to end on, but we will touch on it. Yeah, like you're saying, Oviedo didn't 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 look interested today defensively. Going forward, actually, he wasn't there today. Like he left, he made the whole team. His performance made the whole team lopsided. Yeah, it was really odd. Powers having to come and cover um, uh, all the way up the line for him, wasn't he? Ending up like left wing. Really, yeah. where, where we all know Leuven should be. <laughs> Very inside joke there, but a true one. No, no but seriously, it wasn't. It was, there was no overlapping from Oviedo at all in the second half. He was very. He just. There was a few titles, particularly in the first half. He pulled out of, and it was like, what are you? No, that's not okay. Yeah. No, like uh, terrible performance from him. If if that was anyone else, I think there would have been more. I think it, would, it was surprised now no one was vocal about it, wasn't it, in the ground? It was only, it was, it was only sort of left on because it was almost a waste of a substitute. I thought that actually, given the fact that he'd already... Because he, he, he looked tired the more the game went on, but he'd already made two substitutions. Yeah, and, swap, yeah, and 0-9 got a knock and that's why he came off. 
as well, there's a bit of a narrative about Oviedo because he didn't do a, a Dong or a Dilabodji. He like he turned up the work, yeah, so in yeah. some fans' eyes, that makes him brilliant. Yeah. That's essentially all he did. But I don't think. And to be fair, he might have just had a shit oh, game. To be fair, which which can happen, oh, but yeah. but it, that that's not what it looked like. It can happen. And my issue with Oviedo, he, he made a great impact against Charlton on the opening day. But since then, everyone says that he should be the best left back in League One. He yeah, should yeah. play every week. I agree, he should be the best left back in League One. But he hasn't shown it consistently no. when he's played. And I think that's um, like a fault of his. And as I say, he's turned up and he's kind of fulfilled the minimum requirement. But you've got to ask for more, especially when he's got the ability. Because you look at the likes of McGeady, and he's shown why he's the best player in League One. Yeah. You look at the likes yes, of Lee Catamall, yeah. he's shown why he's one of the top centre midfielders in League One. They've gone out there and Even proved Ledbetter. it. Even led better to an extent. But as I say, but Oviedo has not gone out there week in, week out. And for me, I'm going to sound a bit like Roy Keane here, but you've got to have like professional pride, haven't you? Yeah, and, no, for, no, uh, and for me, if you're going to play for Sunderland, what's the point of being half-arsed about this? You've got to take it by the scruff of the neck and say, right, I should be the best left back in League One, and I'm going to prove it week in, week out. And I think there's got to be a stronger mentality on, in there. Do you, think, but, sorry, do, you, do you think he's sort of like, not like living off it, but do you think he's like thinking, oh, well... I turned up at the beginning of the season, yeah, so I've I, got a bit I, of leeway. I think there is that. I think I think there's a bit of end of season mentality coming in, and he, he probably knows his way. He nearly went to West Brom. That's been widely publicised. Yeah. But to, to to get away from that, because we, we we probably do need to wrap it up now. Um, we were talking on playoffs, on what's happening, whatever. For me, I think it's going to be playoffs. I don't even want to predict what's going to happen in the playoffs, but. I think we are. I think we do have momentum behind us. We didn't play badly today. You know when people say the the teams have finished third, fourth, they don't go up. It's a bit of a myth, actually. It doesn't. It's not always saying that surges in. And actually, the team there's not unless Peterborough maybe do overturn Doncaster there or Coven, well I don't think Coventry can now because they're playing Portsmouth on Tuesday oh, well well but then maybe we don't want them to come the come um, half seven on Saturday then we won't play them anyway because we'll go well maybe but I don't think it doesn't look like it's going to be that one team that surged in the last minute so I'm quite alright with us going into the playoffs if we con- if we continue with the same professional mentality we have so I would be quite comfortable with us well not comfortable as comfortable as you can be confident in the playoffs so it's alright as fans I think for us to kind of sit here and say oh well it'll be typical Sunderland if we kind of balls it up in the playoffs but I also the noise sorry you didn't interrupt these Portsmouth fans are still fighting each other like um, it is it's almost oh, someone just shouted, use your arse to them as well. Like, the fouls on Charlie White that were happening yeah. in the first... I, th- I, think, I think, right, one of them has just been slammed off the floor, so we need to, wa- we need to wrap this up. I'm going to say we're going to go up through the playoffs. Mickey Loft, what do you think? I think, as I said, it's all right for us as fans to kind of think this will be typical Sunderland if we mess this up. However, the players and the management, they've got to back themselves and say we are the best of the rest. We were unlucky not to get promoted automatically, and they've got to say back themselves to be the best team in our playoffs. And So I think that whoever we play should hold no fear because although Portsmouth yeah although Portsmouth we've kind of like we've lost against them twice in the day we only drew we've proven that we can't outplay them and against Charlton we've proven we can beat them so as I say we shouldn't have any fear we're going to finish second I've already told you (laughs) and we'll leave it there thank you very much for listening